Welcome back to the show that is proud to say you're my buttercup. We're in love. We're all shook up. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am re-emerging after the shake-up, so you don't know where I'll end up. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is revealing his new brand. Exclusively on WWE.com, he is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. It's okay, the last website I reviewed revealed my new brand on is not online anymore. Did they take it off? Is it back? In the, is it on the Wayback Machine still? At least. Yeah, you can go on the Wayback Machine, see my brand. That's the thing about that's the thing about the internet, kids. Your brand's always out there, so don't show your brand to anybody. Yes, because they will then reveal that brand to you during a job interview and say, "Ha ha, no job for you. Get out of my face." Yes. <laughs> take that brand and shove it. Anyway, wrestling. Wrestling was shaken up this week. We had the superstar shakeup on Raw and SmackDown, and 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 things got embarrassing, and then kind of crazy, <laughs> and then fun. No, no, embarrassing. That that's well, the the word. There's one yeah. word for the what happened this last week in WWE, and it was embarrassing. It certainly was, and we will get to that. But first, the the first superstar to be shaken up is one that has been shaken up literally every time they've done these things. And that is blood rival to the very best in the world, The Miz. To attack okay. Shane McMahon because he's changing brands, so he's not going to be able to fight his old boss anymore. And uh, wants to prove to his new brand that he is loyal. So he shows them that he bleeds red. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure where the blood came from exactly, but it was definitely pouring out of his head. And uh, It came from his head. Yes, yes. Um, I, I'm not sure when, when it happened. I think probably when he spilled to the into the crowd at one point. But uh, regardless, yeah, it looked he, like he, he whacked attacks. his head on a chair or something. Yes, he attacks and Shane, you know, attacks back, and then that's that's it. Like Miz is now on Raw. We're done with the Shane Miz stuff, I guess, for now, and we we move forward. Okay. And can, I, can I ask a question? Yes. Who was drafting this this year? Like, it's sometimes they've had like a an interesting strategic battle between the the, the general managers where they try and outdraft each other, and there's an interesting storyline. And sometimes it's randomly assigned by a computer, so at least it's explained. This time, it just like people just went places, and it surprised their boss, which doesn't make any sense. That's a valid question. We are not going to answer it here because we don't have that kind of time and that that brain power, honestly, on a Saturday morning. But yeah, it's it's not explained. It's not. It, we don't know if it was a lottery. We don't know if Vince just said this is where they're going, and they just have to deal with it. We we don't know. Uh, Vince this makes me Ern- very worried about the XFL because that's not how football leagues work. I, I and I don't we, think Vince knows that. No, I think we know very well that the XFL is going to be done within a year because nobody's going to know how to run that thing so and this is people are just giving it an over under on whether it's going to last longer than the aaf which is now dead so yes uh i i don't know that 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 hopefully it will take vince out of our hands because good lord do we have a problem because the next match actually the first match on raw uh, features black ricochet Ryder, and hawkins versus the revival and the debuting war... Ra- Wait, hang on. Last minute? No, just a second. 
What, what do you want to call them? The no, no, he, he can't be serious about that. That's that's a joke. Go back and ask him again. The they're Vikings. Yes, I get that. The Viking Experience. That's like a prog rock album or what you literally it's... would call these guys the first time you see them. I'm I'm not gonna call them that. The revival and the Viking experience. <laughs> Are you done with your bit? Can I can I be mad too now? Yes. Okay. It sounds like something you would go to at Epcot when you go to like the Scandinavia section. They'd be like, "Here's where you learn how to eat raw fish, and here's the Viking experience where you'd walk around without shoes in the snow." It's a. Uh, I mean. It- Everything about all the jokes are valid, like, and they were all, you know, funny, but it, it just, it's a the, dumb name. It makes no sense. Uh, the reason apparently why Vince wanted to change it is not the rumored reason that uh, he didn't want war in the title. You know, there's war going on right now. We don't want people thinking of war. That was not the reason. The reason was he didn't like it and he decided he's going to change it before Raw. And so he changed it to that. Can I be honest? I don't like it either. War Raiders is not a great name. It's not great. It's I mean it's it's a, a, at least a sidestep from War Machine, which you obviously can't use. Yeah, but well, th- that was part of the problem. Is it, they they sh- they should have distanced themselves even more from War Machine before. But and also War Raiders is kind of uh, re- redundant. Like if you're gonna raid somebody, you're at war. So I mean, eh. But you know what would have been a great name? Just the Raiders. Or Viking Raiders. Keep experience out of it. You can keep Viking yeah. if you want. That's too on the nose. Yeah, but Viking whatever. Raiders is cool. I like Viking that. Viking Raiders, sure. And and honestly, they could change it. Because, I mean, hell, we had oh. uh, the submission sorority we had to change for obvious reasons. So Yeah, they're going to be called Vex soon. Because they just keep shortening things. So I think if, they were t- if they'd shortened it, it would be even more perplexing. And they would just call them The Experience. <laughs> and they get to be so nebulous. It's like, oh, this week we're gonna dress like flamingos. <laughs> the experience. Oh, <laughs> uh, and not only do they change that name, but they also change their names. So they're not Rowan Hansen anymore. Now they're Ivar and Eric. Eric yeah, the Viking. Which... Everyone fear Eric the Viking. You do know that one of the most famous Vikings' names was Eric, right? It's do- it, but it doesn't. It, uh, Ivar at least sounds like you know. A, no, a Ivar sounds like a place where I go and get fish and chips. <laughs> Ivar is where I go to grocery shopping, actually. <laughs> it's a new Swedish place. They have really good bakery stuff. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I we're, we're going to leave the name behind because literally the entire internet has made fun of it all week, and rightfully so, and we will continue to do that. The match itself was good. Like, we got to see the War Raiders throwing Black and Ricochet around at all these other guys, and that that was fine. Like... It was a decent debut for them. It was just getting over that name. Yeah, and it ruined everything at that point. Like it was, it was just over. I couldn't yeah. focus on the rest of Raw. I honestly don't remember anything after that. And I will go ahead and speak to uh, NXT is going to come up in the next segment, but I will say that they obviously didn't know that was changing because on NXT where they. Uh, state that they're going to fight the Street Profits for the titles, which I would imagine they're going to drop because they're on Raw now. Um, they have shirts on. Their shirts say War Raiders. <laughs> well, there's still the and War Raiders there. That would well, be awesome. They should... Oh, okay. 
leave them on both brands. Have them go down to Florida and, and record all the stuff they do. It's not like they did that much anywhere. But they're still the champions, and they're still the War Raiders, and they, they just play dumb the whole time. You're like, no, we're not the Viking experience. That's Ivar and Eric. Those are different dudes. <laughs> just lean into this crap. And have have the B team walk by in Viking gear, and it's like, see? There they are. Yeah. That's exactly. Ivar. That's Eric. Hi, Ivar. Hi, Eric. <laughs> it's us, your friends, Rowan and Hanson. <laughs> That would be, that would at least be doing something, even though it's dumb with it. Or I would be entertained you know, by that if Brizongo be suddenly become Vikings for no reason. Why yeah. not? Okay, well we're we're gonna move on because uh, we can't talk about just the one people, the one group, the one team that was moved up because things will get better for them. I have to imagine they're they are an awesome team. Uh, Andrade is here with Zelina Vega. To take on Finn Balor and show off that, hey, I'm one of the best workers you have. So, you know, feel free to not put a title on me. Heck, freaking yes. This was, uh, this. I mean, not the whole, no, put a title on him. Because he'll get a title eventually. He'll probably get this title eventually. And it's probably But which because... title? The Intercontinental Championship? No, no. We've got That's other true. thoughts for that. That's true. Yeah, sorry. I forgot. We were in Bizarro <laughs> Can- Canadian in- Immigration, or... Er- What's the word? Anyway, visa issues. There were problems, and they couldn't get everybody where they wanted to get them because going across the international borders is a pain in the butt. Well, that and also, I mean, I think they just want him to fight Finn Balor, and then Finn Balor jumps ship over to SmackDown. So, uh, and and yeah, then Joe is apparently moving, and he's got the U.S. title. They just couldn't move him yet because he was out sick, apparently. And so Joe was actually on Raw. They just haven't been able to announce it yet because he was not there. So we are we are getting the secondary titles on each show, one on each show. They just weren't able to do it because WrestleMania takes it out of everybody. <laughs> Even Samoa Joe, who had to wrestle for one minute. <laughs> it's an exhausting minute. I th- it's because everyone's in Gorilla just breathing all over each other. Yes, basically. And Gorilla's pour water so on gross. their hair so they can yeah. go out. It's not not a good smelling area. There's got to be a lot of Febreze in that gorilla position, I would hope. Uh, the Usos showing off their tag team prowess on Raw now, taking on the team of now meaner Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. And they beat them because they're the Usos and they're debuting and they're much better. And yeah. also, you didn't catch it, but off the air, Chad Gable was traded to SmackDown. So they're not even a team anymore. Good. I mean, good, but they just did a thing where they're like, "Oh, we're we're mean now. We're we're not gonna be so nice." And they've then, done that before. They've gone back and forth three or four times, and nothing's ever come of it. Do you know how many tights they've grabbed? Several, Jason. Several tights have been grabbed by Rude. If Bobby Rude does not roll with the heel thing from here on out, he will be in AEW, or he'll be off the roster at least by the time SmackDown goes to Fox. He needs to start kicking people in the nuts. I, I mean, bring Brock, Brock Lesnar and, and be like, all right, where's Seth Rollins? I want my title back. And then just everybody just lines up to kick him in the dick and Bobby Roode's first. So we yeah. love Bobby Roode forever. Thank you, Bobby Roode. I know you're a Sami Zayn fan. What do you think of his <laughs> appearance on Raw where he showed up for a moment of bliss and would not stop skanking and then told everybody to go to hell? Is this Sami Zayn still doing it for you? I don't know. 
he hasn't done anything. He's he's he has I'll done something. You. He wrestled the first night he came back. Well, yeah, but that showing up and getting your butt kicked is not working for Sami Zayn. That's just that's just what he does. He's he 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 can sell without thinking. Um, all he's done since then is Lacey Evans, and he's way better at it than Lacey Evans. Because he's actually talking. I mean, for the most part, he d- he does yeah. some talking and, and mostly just to tell us how terrible yeah. we are. And and I, yeah. I actually really liked that he he played with the 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 intro, played the intro a few times. There was I, I liked the, what limited interplay was between him and Alexa Bliss, so that was cool. Uh, I would I just really after uh, the new Daniel Bryan kind of changed his character here, or not changed his character, but changed how he reacted here, and it made sense it's hard to call a giant stadium of people singing your song with you despite the fact it has no words toxic if your whole thing is that people are toxic and bad and everyone loves you you need to react to that and it needs to make sense when you are in a place where everyone would take a bullet for you yeah unfortunately he's kind of just already morphed the or they have changed this into more of a I hate you people instead of you're toxic and the WWE universe is a toxic place and you know, you're bad for each other. It's kind of just become a generic. You yeah, suck. And I hate exactly. your town. So yeah, it's, I hopefully I can get that magic back and maybe have them interact with Kevin Owens. I know they're not on the same show and no, I keep them doing, apart for a bit. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know. It, it needs to go somewhere now that we've brought him back and we clearly established that he doesn't like us. So let's let's have him fight somebody that we do like and see where that goes. <laughs> him and Rowan are going to... Like, Rowan's going to start coming out with, like, boss tones and Aquabat t-shirts and they're just going to talk about how they're intellectual peers now that Daniel Bryan's injured. If Zane and Rowan... Uh, if, like, Zane tried to teach Rowan how to skank or at least just mildly dance like that would accidentally get them both over and they would become like the most over tag team yeah that would be amazing zane and rowan (laughs) accidental skankers um speaking of accidental accidental about his skanking but anyway that's true it's very big uh it's not really accidental but sasha banks is trying to decide if she wants to come back to wwe and that is throwing her former tag team partner into turmoil she gets teamed with the newly on Raw Naomi, and they they take on the Iconics and beat them because who cares? And <laughs> I cares. I care. I don't want them to beat them, but I mean it happens, so whatever. So then we move over to SmackDown, where Bailey is also, and that's where she'll be now. And so they've moved her away from Sasha, most likely, if she does come back. And it's. And the Iconics are making fun of her backstage, which is very funny because the Iconics making fun of anyone is very funny. But it, it, it we'll also get to SmackDown in just a moment. But that that is that is where the women's uh, roster, roster lives now. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's where all the besides Naomi probably that's where the the women's roster to watch is, and that that sucks for Raw. But uh, they also don't really have a tag team division anymore. So um, I'm not sure what raw is going to do now. <laughs> it's uh, it's weird. It's really weird. Cause they broke up the riot squad. So I guess you could, you could still do Ruby and Sarah as a team, which I, they probably will. They're uh, both going to be part of the Viking experience. 
I, I I don't know about Ruby, but definitely Sarah would make sense. Like if she no, I, if she. I started that as a joke, but now that I think of Ruby Riot in Viking gear, it's working for me. So, I mean, she's worn it when they when they had the wedding for uh, either Roe and Sarah. She was she was wearing it because they all had to wear it. I mean, hell, Shanna Baszler was wearing Viking gear, and of course she looks good in that. Um, yeah, yeah that's so that, Oh yeah. Okay, so now the Viking experience needs to spread. I'm I'm not going to get into my fantasy booking that's coming together in my head, but half the roster is going to be wearing Viking clothes by the end of SummerSlam. So uh, Ivar and Eric come out on the ramp at the beginning of next Raw and just scream, like the chlamydia that has taken over our land. (laughs) We are spreading (laughs) onto Monday Night Raw. And sarah comes out she's a viking too i mean she actually basically has been but it, she's officially with the viking experience that that would make sense why they're calling them the viking experience now because it's a it's a, a a broader tag for other people that just want to be vikings yeah yeah exactly okay we, we we've made this better and then in two weeks when it still doesn't happen it'll be bad again anyway okay keep going right right squad is split up and i'm really sad because those women could have been something amazing together i really like them together i really like them as in, i don't really care for them as individuals ruby Riot as an individual is great but they never did anything to make me care about Liv morgan as an individual so now that she's moved as an individual i don't care yeah but i, I don't know her i don't team. i don't know where she's gonna end up uh sarah logan almost did a thing at wrestlemania and almost won the the battle royal but no that was carmel's spot so uh they were speaking of lacey evans earlier she did actually get a match for the number one contendership against Natalia, which uh, say what you will about Natalia, but that was a good idea to put her in that ma- uh, match with her. Cause she will at least make you look good. And uh, I think she did. And yo, what's up? New Charlotte's moonsault is better than old Charlotte's. There's no question about that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't have any questions about that. <laughs> good. I didn't think you would. Um, and then our final debut on Raw is AJ Styles, who is now, he's left the house that he built. And uh, I made a joke before Joe was confirmed to be coming to Raw as well, that now that Styles has abandoned the house that he built, is Joe free to move in? <laughs> 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 but then uh, Joe's also jumping over, so it's, uh, yeah. And this is also kind of Rollins and Reigns' uh, final match together for a while at least, because Reigns moves over to SmackDown as well so uh, that's that's also a good thing uh, they're, they're doing a, a Shield farewell like the Shield's final farewell and it's supposed to be a live thing I don't know what exactly that is if they're taping it at one of their live events this yeah, weekend but know. it's Sunday night and uh, yeah I'm not sure what that'll be but that's supposedly the and Dean Ambrose apparently is still sticking around just to do goodbyes for like every place they go to like he comes out after the after the cameras go off to tell everybody goodbye so that's uh Kind of weird, but I'm, I'm glad That's that Rollins strange. and Reigns are separate now. Yeah, yeah, this this should be good. That they've leaned on the Shield for too long. Time for, time to split them up. Uh, I cannot wait for the promo where where Styles comes out and talks about how this is the house that AJ Styles rents, and he's going to run this show. Or John Cena comes back to SmackDown. And is like, hey, I got my house back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big dog in the yard, and I can't get rid of him, but the house is mine. <laughs> That squatter finally moved over to the other show. As long as I can tame this big dog, it's mine. That's very good. Uh, KO 
shows up on on SmackDown to talk talk to Xavier Woods and Kofi since Biggie is out and uh, Xavier Woods laments that you know too many guys are leaving and now I have nobody to do up up down down with and I need Tyler Breeze to get shaken up over to SmackDown so I have someone to play <laughs> video games with and I was laughing through that whole thing and. I, I I was cautiously optimistic about KO becoming Big O, oh. for for uh his spot on the new day because I mean that's what Kevin Kevin Owens does he's this, me, he's this, very nice to you to prove that he's going to be so mean to you and throw you through the hardest part of the ring. I want I want the Big O to be a thing for a year. Uh, even when Big E comes back, there should be like a period of awkwardness where it's uh, who's going to betray who as the four of them just gyrate around and Kevin Owens and Big E just stare at each other. And and, and you've got Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods who are just like this, these oblivious children in the midst of a, of a marriage about to just go south. Yeah, I I hope I mean, I, they'll do something with it because uh, Big E is, is, you know, he's a, he is not the soul of the new day the crotch of the new day i guess he's the crotch of the new day correct the vibrating crotch of the new day that's big e so yeah now that kevin owens has taken over that spot uh he earned it though he ate all those pancakes and showed off his his uh his hip movements and did the intro he did a very good intro with uh gusto with that canadian gusto i was kind of hoping he'd do it in french just to piss them off and they'd be like no 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 no. we don't do it in french that would have been way cool yeah, it was it was good, and they did it throughout the night, and I I thought that was a good spot since they don't really have anything else for Kofi to do right now. It seems like so let's have a little bit of fun with it, a little bit of comedy. Uh, Finn Balor, as I mentioned, came over, so the Intercontinental Championship is now on SmackDown, and he gets to fight Ali in his first match, and that was uh, a, a match. You know, I'm excited for Finn Balor to be here because I hope that they do him right on SmackDown. I think he has a much better chance. I mean, well, so if you would put him on SmackDown last time, I think everyone would be super stoked right now with uh, the focus that it's now shifting to SmackDown. I'm worried SmackDown's going to get all of raw's problems over the next couple months as they over fiddle with things. It's, it's definitely going to be a flux. SmackDown has been so strong. It's Yeah. I think why it was so good for so long is because it was left alone. Well, and they also, the, the guy running it was the road dog, and now he's not. Like, he's stepped into a different role, so somebody else is running it. I don't know who. And so, will that person continue that, or will they, yeah, take it in a direction that's more raw-like and sucks? But time will tell on that. But we've, we've definitely got the building blocks. Like I said, we've got Finn Balor with the Intercontinental Championship. We've got a better tag division, except for the Usos, who now have to wrestle Ryder and Hawkins and... Uh, the B team for the rest of their lives. Oh, and the Ascension. Oh God, we're gonna get an Usos Ascension match. No, we're oh. they're, they're just gonna fight the Viking experience for a while, and that's going to be okay. Oh jeez, so Usos let's... versus that all day long. Oh, please. so okay, no, that's what it is. The Viking experience just spreads, and so does the Uso Penitentiary, and it's a theme war. Stables, stables, stables. Viking versus Polynesians. Really... Let's make it happen. Oh God, the penitentiary isn't really a disease, but I, I get what you're saying. Uh, it encompasses everyone, and we just make everybody either you're either you're USO or you're Viking. <laughs> you pick a side, um, and that's what finally splits up Alistair Black and Ricochet. Because Ooh, come on, yes. Alistair <laughs> Black Alistair is Viking, Viking through and through. 
or you could really subvert expectations and have him go the other way. Have Ricochet be a Viking, flip around with that hat, and uh, Alex Black joins the the Usos. Yeah, uh, five fifty is a super kick, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, so uh, the women uh, side of SmackDown is also looking very promising because we have Becky come out and you know so she says, "I'm here. I got two belts." Who, who's going to take me on? And then Ember's music hits, which is awesome. So Ember Moon is here. Bailey comes out immediately after her and says she got all her hugs out on Raw. So now she's just here to fight, which I'm all for. That that would be great. Uh, Peyton and Billy have to come out and say their piece because they're the tag champs and uh, point out rightly that they are also, they, they are iconic two belts i believe since they also have two belts <laughs> yeah i love and, that i want that contrast to last for a while <laughs> yes one well, also pointing out that bailey and ember it looks like you have no belts oh no belts oh. Uh, uh, and then uh after that we get Paige finally coming out and uh debuting her tag team which uh i think might have been spoiled right before it happened but it's oscar and Kyrie sane and the rest of you are dead. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh, w- women's tag team division. It was fun while it lasted, but all you are irrelevant now. Sky Pirates. Sky Pirates. Yeah. I, I need backstage vignettes of Kyrie trying to get Asuka to wear the pirate hat, and I need them like yesterday. Can you imagine a pirate hat combination with that creepy-ass mask? How oh, awesome that I would be, be amazing. She, you could totally take her motif and make it piratey, and I'm going to like it. And wrapping up SmackDown, we have uh, Vince revealing his biggest acquisition in SmackDown history, Elias. Oh, wow. wait, Elias. No, it's not Elias. It's it's Roman Reigns. Stupid. It was, it was totally Roman Reigns. I, th- I think Roman Reigns has now, like, transferred, like, he beat leukemia, and he put it in his fist. And whenever he punches somebody, they get cancer. Because when he punched Vince, it looked like Vince instantly got cancer and was dying. <laughs> Elias has to catch him, and he's holding him like, you know, he's enjoying his final moments with a loved one. It was it, it was weird. But that's, that's all we get to see on the show. Again, we had further shakeups that happened after the fact on the website. Uh, Heavy Machinery is also coming to SmackDown, apparently. Mickey James... And we mentioned Chad Gable and Liv Morgan, so it's things are shaking up, and uh, time will tell if we get uh, fresh, awesome matchups out of this, like the Viking Experience and Usos. Uh, yeah, I don't want them to give it to us yet. Don't don't give us that one. Make us make us uh, tease us. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And make it do for some a title recruiting too. first. Both both. Someone needs to do some recruiting so the other one knows they need to keep up. The sad thing is with both those teams on the Raw now and also, uh, since they're not breaking them up yet, Black and Ricochet, uh, nobody wants to see Ryder and Hawkins with the tag titles anymore. <laughs> like, it's just like, how long do we have to wait until you take the titles off of them now? They could actually do something interesting with that where they... Uh, the problem is you'd have to heal them up, which I don't know. I don't know if I want to see that. I Zack Ryder is a, is a heel. I can't see them as heels. I've seen them play with action figures. Yeah, and they will continue to, so I don't I don't think that's happening. I, we'll see. We'll see how things shake up after shake out after they've been shaken up. And then after the break, we're going to get to NXT, 
where uh, some stuff happened and maybe a little worlds collide and talk about the ringside area. Stay tuned. And we're back to talk about the other stuff that happens in WWE, the stuff that we sometimes care way more about than Raw or SmackDown. And we're kicking off with Steve finally taking in the new NXT intro theme, which is done by Slipknot. And he's getting to watch this for the first time. I described it to him, and he was he was very intrigued. So he's he's checking that out right now. He's in his uh, isolated booth. We'll get to hear his thoughts on that in just a moment. All right. Am I allowed to press play now? <laughs> I thought you'd already pushed play. No, yes, no. Please okay. watch it. You said don't start it when we start recording. I'm like, okay. Well, he's going to give me permission. And okay, it's, you have permission. Okay, it's going. All right. So so it's okay. I, there's people walking. Well, don't tell exactly what's happening. That's not fun. Again, they they all shout at the camera, and that's weird. Yeah, like collectively. (laughs) Okay, you know what this looks like? This looks like a uh, uh, PSA for no. There's no hope with dope. (laughs) (laughs) It look so. Music videos in general are weird because people care way too much about music in music videos. But it looks like a music video where the entire crowd somehow knows the words and they're singing along. It looks like a musical. It's like the weirdest musical, like the jets and the sharks. You've got the undisputed era of the jets and Kylie Sane and, and or not Kylie Sane, um, Shayna Baszler and the two forgettable horsewomen are the jet sharks. And they're going to start snapping at each other. And then you've got Johnny Gargano in the middle, just singing about how it's his last resort. This is stupid. This is a stupid intro. <laughs> I it's it's growing on me, but I I I do laugh every time because it, it just does look weird for them all to be singing together. It's uh yeah the the that the, this suspends my disbelief or this is belief I cannot this is disbelief that I cannot suspend, sir. If you're gonna get everyone together to sing the theme song together, they're not enemies. NXT is broken. Now, if they if they like started like fighting all of a sudden because they realized that my blood rival is standing right next to me and just like start throwing hands and whatever I, I, that would be fine but yeah it's it's a it's kind of a weird look but also you, we're gonna we're it's weird that they're lip singing like remember that that uh when they introduced that they were going to do the the combined pay-per-views again and they had that video where i i thought carmelo was singing i'm like wow carmelo is a really good singer and then aj styles is singing right next to her in the same voice i'm like i don't think aj styles is singing that oh no one's singing it's like that yeah, it is. And the bar comes in and they're doing it and then they do a stupid walk kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're silly. It's like Breakfast Club or something. It's like this none of this works. None of it. Okay. The New Day is the only one that works because they're goofballs. Everybody else just looks like they need to be more serious. But yeah. That that's that's what it reminded me of too. But uh we're not going to harp on that. We can talk about the stupid intro every week if you want. <laughs> For now, we're going to move on to the actual wrestling because things happen on NXT that uh, will will uh, foretell the future of the brand. The first match is Velveteen Dream defending the North American Championship against a visiting Buddy Murphy. Apparently, Velveteen Dream pissed off Buddy Murphy at uh, WrestleMania because he lost and was making fun of him. So he said, you know, come to NXT and fight me. I'll show you what it's really like. And so they fought and had an awesome match because, come on, it's the Dream and Buddy Murphy. Of course, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I will have to check that one out. That sounds good. It's also, uh, I forgot to mention that 
Buddy Murphy is going to Raw as well. No, no, no. Sorry, he's going to SmackDown. Uh, Cedric Alexander is going to Raw. So we're once again kind of wiping the slate clean at 205 Live, and it sounds like it is going to be anchored by none other than Mike Kanellis. No, I don't know who's going to anchor it. (laughs) He's one of the guys left, so I don't know who's... Wait, didn't his wife leave? Didn't she put in her her request Uh, to leave or something? I don't know. No, I think she's still there. I think as long as he's there, she'll still be there. I don't think they'll separate, but uh, wrestling-wise, I should say. So... Uh, I mentioned the Street Profits coming to William Regal and trying to get a title match, and uh, War Raiders are already there saying, hey, we already asked him for it, so get ready. We're going to beat the hell out of you next week. So maybe that's where we do the title change, and we finally get Street Profits as ti- as uh, title holders like we should have had a long time ago because, you know, at least one half of that team is amazing. The other one's serviceable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel bad to be the... Sur- that, that's like us. One of us is amazing and one of us is serviceable. Okay. I'm the host, so I get to say which is which. <laughs> Darn it. Thank you very much. Ah, I should have brought this up next on your show. own show, damn it. <laughs> uh, Johnny Champion celebrates with full sail. And half of them like him and half of them don't. And that's okay. He's just John Cena in this whole thing. And, of course, the Undisputed Era has to come out and beat him up because Adam Cole's still mad. And... I love that the refs come to the ring to help Johnny because, you know, they're four on one. That's not fair. So they come to clear them out of the ring and they stand there and over his body and just like, no, no, we have to pose first. They do their stupid pose. It's like the rest are like trying to clear him out like, guys, get out of here. And they're like, uh-uh, this is our thing. So I, I, I'm all for stupid stable poses and they, they've got one of the stupider ones. So. But I like him. I, I like these guys. And uh, Johnny uh, plays around with Cole's mind and demands a match with Roderick Strong the next week. So, you know, trying to plant those seeds of, of turmoil and discontent to break up the Undisputed Era. Uh, I, I really don't know where they're going with those guys. I really thought they would have moved them up to the main roster. And the fact that they haven't means they're still, you know, conceivably going to stick around NXT and do stuff for a while. So... That's that's good, yeah. Because all four of those guys are awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people have have been moved up, and there's so few acts on NXT right now. I think they could just run that show for a year. And the final match is the announced match of Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. If Kyrie loses, she will no longer challenge for the NXT title ever again. And that works out because Kyrie left, and we already knew that because it happened on Tuesday. So, um. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like I mentioned last week, you just you, you can't get around all that when you tape a show and then have a show be live, and you got guys with the wrong names, and you got people where they're not supposed to be. Regardless, this is a fun match while it lasts. Um, they do something interesting with it while uh, at, at the finish by having Io Shirai interfere and actually saves her friend. So in doing so, she shoves Shayna Baszler away. So Shayna Baszler technically wins. So Kyrie, you know. No longer gets to challenge for the title, but uh, that also sets up, you know, Shirai probably for the next feud with Baszler, which makes sense. I mean, that, that that's the obvious one in my mind, and uh, I I have not seen Io Shirai outside of the Mae Young Classic really get to be like herself. Apparently, like I've I've heard things about her matches and how killer she can be, but she's mostly done tag stuff in NXT, so we really haven't got to see her do a singles run. 
So I'm, I'm interested to see that because I've heard it's very, very, very impressive. Yeah, I'm looking forward to her getting the, uh, the spotlight a little bit. So it should be good. And uh, watch some NXT UK. Not anything terribly notable there. It is funny that they go around asking everybody backstage, what do you think about uh, Dunn and Walter 2? You know, they're going to fight again. What do you think about that? And literally everybody's like, I don't care. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> then the final, I can't remember the final person they ask, but they basically say that I, I, I don't care about that. Why don't you ask me about myself? And then Walter comes walking up with the loudest boots in the world, like squeaking and clumping along. And then, of course, he's standing there and they're like, Oh, hey, hey, Walter, I'm excited about your match. And then he walks off again, and it's like, I hate that guy. So, <laughs> fun fun interactions there, but otherwise, yeah, just some matches happen, nothing terribly of consequence. So, and they're, they're, I think they're still showing the episodes that they taped in New York. So, they're doing weird matchups like um, Rhea Ripley versus Casey Catanzaro. Casey, Casey and Dave Mastiff versus Kona Reeves. Spoiler if you can tell who wins that match. Who's Kona Reeves? Exactly. There you go. Okay. That was that actually going to be my question for you. Do, do you know who that is? No, I don't. Uh, he is uh, from NXT, and he thinks highly of himself, and he always loses. Kona Reeves. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh? Uh, eh, longer hair. <laughs> Otherwise, kind of. Okay, it's not it's not worth thinking about until they make that something worth caring about. Uh, I watched the first episode of Worlds Collide, and there's some fun matchups on. What's there. it like? I would suggest. Is it like what? <laughs> are, are, are you ready to go? Don't do that. We already did that. <clears throat> we did that last time. Worlds Collide. We're not gonna do the Power Man Five Thousand joke. That was that's been done by us. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Let's do an old episode and move no, on. No, you can't because it's like same with Great Balls of Fire. When you use the name of a song, you put the song in people's brain, and that's all they can think of. True, but not in this case. Um, so, so this match, uh, this uh, episode is framed as NXT versus NXT alumni. And so we get Ono versus Aiden English, which they mentioned several times is, you know, Aiden is an announcer now, so he's probably not going to win, and he doesn't. Um, it's also weird that we have Byron Saxton and uh, Percy Watson as, like, the two announcers for the show. The two, you know, like, lesser announcers are the, the only ones for the show, and it's uh, it, it suffers as a result, I believe. Uh, we also get unintentionally some a couple of sad matchups because this is probably these guys' last matchups in WWE. They both have asked for their uh, release, and sounds like they'll probably be granted. We get Luke Harper versus Dominic Dijakovic, and that that is absolutely worth watching. If you want to see what you missed out with Luke Harper the last however long he has not been featured as a singles competitor, then go watch that match because God, he tears it up, and it's it's almost like a uh, an interview for any other place where he would go wrestle because it's it's an amazing match, and we also get undisputed era O'Reilly and Fish versus what's left of Sanity, which is uh, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf, and Wolf has also you know asked to be released, so you know Sanity's done. Uh, they moved. Uh, crap, what's his name? The other guy, Eric Young. One of the leader. Eric Young. Yeah, Eric Young. The, the most generic name for a guy Young who's Eric. You know, out of his mind. Uh, they moved him to Raw, and so 
he's you know that, that Sandy's gone. So again, what what's Killian Dane gonna do? What do you do with a Killian Dane? I tell uh, you what you could do with a Killian Dane. Same thing you do with every other portly hairy man in WWE. Make him part of the Viking experience. I would buy that. I would also buy making him part of a new Wyatt family. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Or honestly, yeah. just have him be Nikki Cross's manager. Have him come out and talk very prim and proper, like trim him up a little bit, put him in a suit, have him come out, talk nice, and then out comes Nikki Cross and she just rips somebody's hair out. That would be a very weird spot for Killian Dane, knowing how much hair he has on that body, but also uh, a very funny look. So, sure, go for it. And uh, rounding out that show, Tyler Breeze takes on Roderick Strong and actually comes out on top. So, you know, Tyler Breeze cuts off that hair. He's got a shorter hairstyle now, and he's he's going to start winning matches. He's coming to SmackDown for Up, Up, Down, Down. Play some video games. Yeah, why not? Uh, and really briefly, the ringside area features a, uh, a weird pairing between Shelton Benjamin and Nikki Cross. Uh, they had a brief interaction on SmackDown before WrestleMania, and they're, uh, I'm guessing they don't have really anything to do. They probably don't have a whole lot written for them right now. So they're, they're taking things into their own hands, and they're going to do a silly social media thing where they, Nikki Cross stalks Shelton Benjamin backstage, and it's, uh, it's, it's silly kind of slapstick fun, but, you have nothing else for these two people to do, so they picked up a phone camera, uh, phone, and they filmed their own thing, and whatever. It's better than nothing. Yeah. So go watch that video and uh, keep up with that hot rivalry. <laughs> uh, like I said that make make your own fun if nobody else has anything for you. And we we don't have anything else for you. That's the end of the episode. Are you telling people to go make their own podcasts? We, I mean, certainly, you should. And, when you do so, you should do it with Anchor. <laughs> You're not looking. I had to put the thumbs up up. You couldn't see it on my screen. <laughs> That's when I hit my microphone. We're professionals here on Pro Grapplers, but that'll do it for this episode. We thank you for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Leave a review if that's possible. Leave an awesome review. Say you loved it. Effusive language everywhere. Call us the the nerdy dad experience. I don't know. <laughs> if you could rename podcasts for a week, that's what I would do with this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would that would work. Or we could just join uh, the Viking like- experience. I'll I'll sign up. Uh, I need. Uh, I can't grow much of a beard, so I don't know that I can necessarily. You, you can join them, but I'm, I'm going to be left behind. Me and Ricochet will just hang out. <laughs> yes, because that's what happens. When I leave you behind, your fallback friend is Ricochet. <laughs> well, if Alistair Black is going to join you, then I have to have somebody. So I'm not saying I'll be able to do anything with him. I just, I'm watching awe. <laughs> I, I want to see the back t- backstage segments where he tries to teach you to do a cartwheel. Uh, a, a, a cartwheel is where we'll start. Yes, exactly. Not not a flip, not a just a cartwheel. We'll start with that. I. I would love to earn a cartwheel from Ricochet. I would also love it if you like this show, you can listen to us on other shows. We have two other shows to listen to. You can listen to us on Digital Strips. That is the first and best webcomics podcast on the planet. We talk about all things webcomics have for years. It's a wonderful show. Go listen if you like them webcomics 
on the internet. And also, you can listen to us on Today I Learned Nothing, where we talk about just about everything under the sun. It's kind of a slice of a life podcast where we talk about daddom and poop and favorite songs and why mine is Carly Rae Jepsen and how Steve gave it a chance. And no, I still not have listened to the music that he wants me to listen to. But I will someday. This is a, a perfect microcosm of our relationship. Hey, we're going to do this thing. Okay, Steve did this thing. Did Jason do his part of the thing? No. I will do it after this podcast finishes recording. You can follow us on Twitter, at PGrapplers. Individually, I'm at the Jason Sigler. I'm individually at Idahobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Sigler. And I am Steve the Shinkicker Shinny. We're waiting to find out which of us gets to go to Saudi Arabia to fight for that blood money. Yeah, yeah. Here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.